Hey, Las Vegas, thanks for joining us back here on Realty Check, your local Las Vegas real estate news show. I'm Trish Williams. And I'm Tiana Carroll. Welcome to this week's monthly market update. Yes, our market update from January's market numbers. We're going to be reporting. And um, so this is your 2023 February market update. Here you go. Before we get into that, we're going to talk about what's happening during the week. Okay. Um, so right now, um, we have our weekly inventory of uh, our, our weekly numbers of homes that are on the market. Uh, this week, we have 5,191 single family residences on the market. That number's down. It's down. It absolutely is down. And when we start to get into what we're talking about, our January numbers, we'll sort of figure out what these numbers are going to mean and project for next month. But if you turn into the show often, we appreciate you. And you know that each week we talk about the numbers. And then once a month, we do a whole market review of last month. And that's what this is. And so that 5,191 for is this week in Las Vegas, February, what is available in the market. Now we'll see how that transitions because only uh, 392 sold this week. Yeah, that's still not a bad number. Not a bad that number. That could be 1,600 closings a month, but that's not. We're going to be looking better than that yeah, because what is under contract this week is 894. Which, under contract is not something that we normally report, but having 894 under contract in one week, that's pretty impressive. So we had to bring that to the attention of our listeners who we love. So if you're out there listening in the world, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our podcast on wherever you're listening to your podcast or check us out on our YouTube channel, which is Vegas Realty Check on YouTube. Yep, absolutely. And these under contract numbers, I've said this before, my favorite market ever is 3,000 and between 3,000 and 3,500 closings a month. That's my favorite market. That's the sweet spot. That's when real estate is just bliss. Yeah. And well, welcome to bliss, girl, because here we <laughs> the are. Bliss is here. Um, so 894 under contract this week would be right in that 3,000, between 3,000 and 3,500 range of closings monthly, which is just wonderful real estate. So good spring market. <laughs> Look at the glow. <laughs> the glow. Trish is so happy. You smile ear to ear. She's yeah. like, it's my market. This is the this is my favorite one. So this is when, this is the market when buyers can still get concessions. Buyers can still get deals. Right. Sellers can sell their homes. They're not selling in five minutes, but they're selling. They're selling right. in so 30 to our, 60 days. Uh, we're returning to that normal market and they're actually projecting 45, 45 to 75 days on market. Yes. And I'm seeing and that's that. that's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, 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 I'm seeing that. I'm seeing around the 30-day mark that the um, turnkey, clean, vacant properties are just moving. Yeah, yep. yeah, and we talked a lot about those yesterday, so we'll get into that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, let's finish um, up our numbers though because um, we had price reductions yes. this week. Uh, at just under 700, 698 price reductions were happening this week. Okay, and those are just the people adjusting for the market that we're in. Some people are a little off target there, but, um, but that's good. Um, yep. It's good. I, I'm I'm really liking where it seems like we're going. It seems like we're coming out of this. And now the news is always a little bit behind. So if you're not seeing it on the news yet, don't wonder like if we're not and if we're not reporting of the news this. being a little bit behind. <laughs> I'm going to say the news is a little bit bored because the they're regurgitating the same stories over, over. and over and over. They they don't have any content, which I guess we're doing the same thing, right? Because we've 
uh, sort of said the same numbers for a while. I mean, they slightly changed, but yeah. we're in the pretty uh, even market. Matter of fact, what was it? November, December, and January all were pretty much leveled out in our price range. We're in that like 385, 390 medium home price range. Yeah. So we've definitely uh, plateaued out, at least in the valley. Right, and, and and to kind of toot our own horn here for a minute, um, these numbers, <laughs> these numbers just came out. Um, they come out, you know, after the last day of the month. So they they just came out a few days ago. The January closing numbers. However, if you've been following the show, you've been hearing us over the last couple of weeks talking about. We're seeing an uptick in activity. These yep. numbers are changing. We've been reporting this before the official numbers were released. The news isn't going to get a hold of this stuff till you know till probably sometime this week, and then they're going to have to put together an article and everything about it. You are going to hear about this stuff for a few weeks, but if you're tuning into the show, we're talking about these numbers every week. We are reporting the changes ahead of time before you're going to hear about them in the media. So another good reason to... Like, subscribe, watch, share, tell your friends. We're definitely keeping a pulse on what's happening in real time. Yes, that is the benefit of this show, especially if you're in the Vegas market. We also talk about a little bit of what's going on nationally. Mm -hmm. And so um, when we were looking at the graphs, because <laughs> we've got pages and pages <laughs> and pages of graphs for you guys. You love numbers. Here we are. This is um, the paper show where we got tons of papers. I know. Usually we don't do notes and paper, but these we do. We've We've got pages of graphs next. We're going to be giving them to our producer, and he's going to put them up on the screen next month. So that'll be exciting. Yes. Um, look at our production raising. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so we do have all of these graphs that we want to talk about and get through our actual February numbers, which is going or technically January's numbers that we're reporting the beginning of February. Yeah. Yeah. Our February market update, but these are all the numbers from January. So. Just to kind of summarize everything, we have some, uh, some, some good, like, I guess, bullet points, you would call them. Um, combination, if you combine both single family and condos through the MLS, 11 straight months, we had less closings than the same month a year earlier. Yep. This is what happened over the last year, including, you know, including January. Closings are down 49% from last year. They are. Yes. Um, last year was crazy, though. <laughs> I yes. mean, it really was. It, last year was really um, bizarre. Um, and last year was the slowest July through December that we had in four years. Right. A lot of the beginning of 2022 was a fire sale. People were frantic. They were concerned they weren't going to get in the market. They were overpaying, what have you. Then in summer, Fed started pumping the brakes. And then all of a sudden, it was like a ghost town for buyers and sales because everything felt like it dropped down in December. Then we started to see, and we always preach that February 15th is when spring starts in Vegas for real estate. We started to see that uptick a bit early. Now, what is one of the things that I think is quite interesting when it comes to, yes, from July to December, slowest that we've been in four years, right? Absolutely. So that's strange. 
But we did say along the way that we were going to have, because everybody's wanting the crash, right? And we did say that's really not going to happen. We don't have the inventory. You know, we don't have people who don't have equity. People are just going to sit tight. There are some factors that are in the market now that I think we should talk about. And some of those factors are going to be vacant homes versus owner-occupied homes yep. on how they have sold and are they're more readily available. And they're selling, they're, they're selling quicker. So... Getting into that is who, what are primarily the vacant homes that are available? Many of them are investment properties. It seems to be right now that the investors have been like, listen, rent prices are dropping. Now we're going to be able to sell off this investment that we had, make some money off of it. And then they'll take that money and because they don't only invest in Vegas most of the time, right? So they're going to take that money and move it to a different market. So we have these vacant homes. And we all know that vacant homes sell um, faster and easier because they're easier to show accessibility and somebody's carrying overhead. So there's more likely to be some negotiations and stuff in the price market. Yes. So, and you don't get a more motivated seller than a seller that's no longer living there that doesn't want to have the carrying cost of keeping it right keeping it on the market right yeah. so we're seeing um, the vacant homes a lot more vacant home sales and that is because of um, mostly not all of them but mostly because investors are now selling off those properties taking their profits and moving on to greener pastures which those greener pastures will not be places like Austin Phoenix Seattle because there's just um, new home buildings in those areas just sitting. Master yeah. plan communities uh, already stocked um, homes that fire sale from by, uh, um, builders. You know, there's been um, just I kind of uh, going to, I guess, a whole other topic right here real quick. A lot of stuff buzzing around social media about like a mass exodus from New York now, people trying to get out of there. And um, I'm wondering if that's going to bring us a lot of New Yorkers. All right. Good. <laughs> okay. I love New Yorkers. I love New York. Yeah. All of it. Come it's a lot here. hotter here than there, though. So I don't know how they'd handle that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. to the we don't shovel our weather. It's beautiful in Vegas right now. Yeah. It is good. I mean, here we are in February, and it's sunny. It was almost 70 degrees this week. Yeah. Yeah. Holla. Yep. Other people are still layering. <laughs> so We are not. We are not. <laughs> we are not. Um, December, total of 19, uh, 1,995 um, closings in December. It was a single, si the slowest single closing month in 13 years. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Um, but January's closings, um, until January's closings, um, were down 47% from the previous January. Yeah. Well, numbers, right? They can be manipulated anyway. If you compare them to 22, of course, they're going to look bad. Yeah. But it's still a sh small amount of closing. But because we are seeing 894 under contract this week in first, second week, are we in the second week of February? Here we are. Yes. Um, so that that's a big number that's going to be a lot more closings but we're not seeing inventory come on the market so yes. that always puts us in the risk of now are we going to have a shortage of inventory again because that was one of the factors in spring that everything was crazy there was like two thousand homes yeah and i i had a client that um recently went into contract over um the last two or three weeks and she was um you know, she, she had told me, she was like, I heard inventory numbers are down. She's like, I, I, I got in at the right time, right? right. I was like, yeah. When inventory starts dropping, 
prices will start, you know, the sellers will be more firm on their, their prices. They're going to start digging their heels in the ground when it comes to concessions, when it comes to offers under list. If inventory is down, that means there's a healthy, a healthy amount of buyers out there shopping and purchasing. And the sellers know that as well. So yeah. those, um, the, those things, it, it was a small window. We've been talking about that. And right now, our market looks like it's returning more to a 45 to 75 day market. Right. I'm thinking more 30 to 60 day um, from uh, from this month. I, I, I mean, that's what January was looking like. I think this month actually activities increased a lot more and we're gonna start seeing 30 to 60 day again. Yeah, I think that's gonna come back and it is gonna be an inventory thing. You know, at one point in the lowest point in our inventory for 2022, we were down to about, um, was it 1200 homes on the market one week? And then the highest, I think we were at just over 8,000. Yeah. And now we're playing this week at uh, 5,191. It's a healthy so number. It's, it's a, a good it's number. It's a healthy number. It's still technically, right, it's a seller's market. We're so close to, you know, wanting to call it a buyer market because of concessions. But here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so January, single family residences were um, down from 8,000, mm -hmm. um, closed out at 5282. Our numbers are a little um, a, a little different on the different well, portals that we go because some of them are single family and some of them are um, are are condos and town condos and townhouses. Yeah. So the official number was 5,450 single family residences on right. the market. Yeah, and that that was about 1325 or available was. Uh, so that includes, oh no, that doesn't include the townhomes. Doesn't include the townhouse. That's just single family. Yep. And that's 4.1 months of inventory that was um, inventory on the market. Right. Um, sold units. Um, they were down 1,225 sold units. So, of course, that number had dropped in January from the previous January. We knew that. We knew yeah. that was happening. Well, everything's going to no drop surprise. from the first part of last year to the first part of this year. Yep. Two different markets completely. 63.4% of the homes that did sell in January were vacant. Yes, yes. And that goes to A, accessibility, and B, the investors are selling off those properties. Yes, absolutely. And this is a wise tip to sellers as well. Not every seller is going to have the ability to move out of their house while they're trying to sell. Right. However, if you are living in the house, you need to make that house as if you weren't. Right. So Trisha's uh, favorite thing when she's talking to her sellers is she always likes to tell them that this is a beauty contest. A beauty so, contest, yes. And, and right now <laughs> we are seeing that so much because the homes that are owner-occupied that are selling are making themselves available for showing so the most amount of eyes can be on it and they are the most turnkey, clean, easiest to show and sell and people visualize themselves in those spaces. Yes. Yes, buyers are picky right now. They're very picky. So the smallest thing, and I, and I, there's times when I'm walking through a house with a seller and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be fussy. You probably think I'm OCD right now, but this does matter. So the smallest thing can make a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, it, it's hard. It, it's hard conversation sometimes because we all live in our house. I live in my house like normal. You know, we don't, you don't live as if, uh, as if your house is a showroom. But when your home's on the market, if you're still living there, you have to live as if your house is a showroom. Right, because uh, real estate is always time or money. It, how much time money. do you want to be on the market and how much money do you want to make? 
Yep, and the proof is in the numbers. Um, that 63.4% of the sold listings being vacant, that's the proof in the numbers showing that that is the case. Right. Um, under contract, 2,228. That is closing out in January. Two thousand two hundred and twenty-eight oh, oh, were under contract. Under these are my these are my lovely notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the graph. I'm like, well, there's so many pages. That under contract number up nineteen hundred and seven over thirty days. That is a huge number. That should be the headline of this show. Right, and it will be the headline in three weeks when the news catches up. When the news catches up, that will be the headline. That's what you're going to see. And once that releases as the headline, it's going to be buyer frenzy because they're going to say, oh, it's over. I need to get out and buy now. Right. Um, so this is a big deal. Over the last 30 days, that's up 50% from the previous month. That is huge. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. We're seeing, we're seeing this market... I don't, I don't know if I can officially say that it's shifting, but it is stabilized. I think And then now that we go into spring and we see more business, there is going to be um, a smaller pool, but competitive. Right. Right. We're not going to have a lot of inventory, most likely. And now we have all these buyers who want to come in because of A, affordability, because our medium home price range did make that not quite 15% across the valley. Different right. zip codes have different prices, but as on an average, we're about 15% down. Right, and elephant in the room. We all know the Fed met. So, <laughs> who's the Fed? What is that? It's an annoying creature that keeps on <laughs> bugging our world. Just kidding, um, Jerome. She loves you. No, I don't. I don't love you. Um, <laughs> but, so, they met, and uh, it, rates did go up a quarter, a quarter instead of a half point. That, right? That's great. And that will pour over into mortgage rates. However, I think that everybody's just, just said, like, we're, we don't even care about them anymore. We're going to ignore them because now we have some creative things in place. It always will take a couple months to be able to figure out the formula that works. And the rate buy-downs right now are the formula that works. They're costly. That's not the perfect plan. However, with that plan in place, we are still being able to make the affordability work. Right. Um, there's not a rate right now. I was speaking to a lender the other day. There is no such thing. Well, well I guess there is a such thing, but it's very expensive. Um, where the rates are and what most people are getting on the rates, there's a big uh, gap there because almost every rate we're seeing right now that, that we're getting into contract is with a buy-down in place. Of course, these buy-downs are costly. However... And you can only do so much. It's not like you can buy your rate all the way down to 1%. There's <laughs> limits, right? Yeah, right. But they're, they're still making the, they're, they're still creating affordability to let people still get into homes. And most of the people that are purchasing right now are, are doing an, a version of that option. Right. And then rates have come down just a bit. Yes. In the mortgage um, sector, at least. Yeah. They have come down. Um, like even Jumbo Loan is under five or under 6% now. Yeah. Five fives. Yeah. Yeah, they they keep on going back like that. It it'll get towards the fives and then it'll go up into the sixes and you know there's yeah. But if we're being honest, that five and six percent interest rate that's healthy. If you're down in three percent, that's really what did um what they call it yesterday anemic anemic <laughs> yes. anemic and, market. And this is a good thing um, that that I, I I do want to spend some time digging into is the historical. Um, you know, Chris was talking yesterday about the historical um, 
history of where rates have been and right. showing that this is really the rate that we're at right now is really a kind of a, a standard average right. rate of what we've had over history of what people would usually call a great rate. Right. And that all goes back to um, the real estate's a long-term hold, a long-term game. It's not a year, two or three years. It's something over time. And then um, we were going to talk a little bit about it today, but we didn't get the opportunity. But this is a good time for people to um, do some assumable mortgages if they're capable of it. Oh, because, yeah. Because um, you'll still be able to purchase homes that have loans on their property that are in that 3 and 4%. Right. And when the market shifts... We all learn a lot with it. <laughs> and one thing that I learned, because this was something that we never paid attention to before, because it never mattered before. Like, who cared? The rates were lower. Rates were great. However, many, even FHA loans, I, we all, I think it was kind of common knowledge that VAs are assumable. Right. I, I've always known that. And Well, any uh, government-backed loan, Right. Right. Well, I didn't know that FHAs, that many FHA loans that were out there are assumable. I, I, I had no idea until over the last couple months when we're trying to find ways to make things affordable. And it's like, wow, who knew this was an option? I never knew that before. Oh. Found out that it was. Did you know that? I did. I knew that <laughs> like anything that was government backed could be an assumable loan. When I I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> no idea. So that is good. Uh, thank you. Uh, well, uh, I wish you didn't know. I would have told you. And then yes. we would have been on the same page. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the first, I had a client tell me that. And um, he's like, oh, my loan's, my, uh, loan's assumable if anybody wants to. You know, if they put down a big enough down payment to cover the gap. From, right. That's you know, what you're covering. The, yeah. What's owed on the loan and the list price. Absolutely. That's the down payment, if you will. Right. But some people definitely have the ability to do that if they're selling and purchasing or whatnot. But he says that, and I was like, no, you have an FHA loan. That's not a thing. And I was like, I need to see paperwork. Give me the You're mortgage like, mm, companies. Let me, let me look this up. Yeah, give me their information. So I called them. I talked to them. I got real versed on it and was like, wow, that's amazing. I had no this idea. But I never needed to know that before. Well, that's it. Um, the thing about real estate is there's so many ins and outs. Each deal is its own entity, its own life force, and each buyer, each seller, and it's just bringing people people together and making those contracts work in whatever way you can to benefit. Because we're always looking for the win-win. Yeah. We want to service our clients to the best yeah. of our ability. Yeah. One of our superpowers is finding solutions to whatever the problem is in front of us. Right. And so we've sort of worked through that problem. And there might be other problems come um, spring if we don't have a lot of inventory and we go into another frenzy. Yes. Absolutely. I feel like we're going to have a busy supply spring. Supply and demand, baby. Supply and demand. I have heard some people, uh, you know, just other realtors. I'm in, I'm in the center of my office, so I get to hear conversations. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she posted her office right in the center, so nothing gets by her. She's nothing gets the, by me. She's in the melting pot. I get to eavesdrop on what everyone's talking about. But <laughs> yeah. But I, um, I did overhear some people. They're like, hey, this feels like 2020 when... Uh, 2020 when everything slowed down and we all thought that the market was crashing or going into recession or whatnot and everybody was certain I was certain I would have bet on it but 
everybody thought that was going to happen. And then all of a sudden they're like, why are buyers buying right now? What's all this activity for? That kind of feels like what's happening because the news keeps on saying recession. And I, I have clients, they're like, hey, news is saying recession, news is saying recession. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. And I am mindful of that because maybe they, you know, maybe, of course, they're, they study economics or whatever, all the people there are saying it. But I'm mindful of that. But the numbers do not say recession or anything close because the numbers are improving drastically. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I'm, I, recession is two negative quarters. We've already done that, right? Yeah. Nobody's calling it recession. Nobody's saying we're in it. It's happening, whatever. We've already seen our decline. Do I think it's going to be the same as the last recession we were in? No. Circumstances are different. Yeah. How, I, I the banks aren't needing to be bailed out right now. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how it's going to end effect and transition entirely over this next year. I know what's happening in the market now. I know what the numbers are doing. I know what the indicators are. Uh -huh. And as a valley, we seem healthier than most places. Yeah. And that's really what I'm leaning on is that, listen, we're not seeing the devastation that some parts of the country are seeing when it comes to their housing market. We're not seeing the same issues with new builds. We're not seeing the same issues with um, investors because cash money is coming back into the market. Yeah, cash buyers, cash sales are up 25% again. So right. those numbers dropped a lot. Now they're coming back up tw or 25%, I'm sorry, not up 25%, 25% of the sales in January were right. cash transactions. Right. And so what happens in real estate is first thing to go when the market is shifting is the investors. They pull their cash. They're no longer coming in at market value, whatever. But now investors are coming back into the market. We're seeing that uptick of um, cash, which is a definite indicator right. of the um, health of our valley. Absolutely. Do you remember in uh, like June, July last year when all the investors were pulling out of contracts that they had and we had all these back on the market properties? Yeah, it was and awful. so that goes right here, July through December. Yep. There was no cash money happening. There was no real, in I mean, there was they, some. There There's was always some. some. Yeah, right? but they were backing out. But they out. were backing out and investors were like, oh, it's not a feeding frenzy. Now I want the good deal. And then they were just coming in and taking the ones that they could snake and make the most amount of profit, which is great. That's their business. You make your money. Money, I'll make mine. We're good. Yeah. Um, but now that we're seeing cash come back into the valley, and now a quarter of our sales are those cash, that's another indicator yep. of a good, healthy movement forward. Are there going to be less sales? Are there going to be less inventory? Yeah. Are you? Are we aware of it? Can we help our clients navigate? Yeah. That's what yep. we do. But what's great is 17.1% of the sales that were in January were FHA buyers. Those first-time home buyers, not all of them are first-time home buyers. That's not that's not a thing, but a, yeah. a lot of FHA buyers are first-time home buyers. And 17.1%, I think we at one point were down to like 7 or 9%. Right, that sells. number's come up again. Yeah. And why are they buying? Because they can. They well, can get the loan. They can get the house. We're good. Let's get those FHA affordable loans in there. Yep, and during the feeding frenzy, FHA buyers couldn't even get their offers accepted. No, because they didn't have cash over appraised value. They couldn't waive contingencies because of their loan type. It was just something that they were the ones getting beat up. Yep, 
And our veterans, 9.6% of the sales in January were VA. And you know what? With concessions, VA buyers, like if you were to get full seller concessions, which is a thing. It is a thing. Who knows how long? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who knows how long that thing's going to be here? But in January, certainly was a thing. Zero down and walking in with just your earnest money deposit and your appraisal fee. Like, Like literally, you can get into a home for no money back. And in a lot of cases, get your earnest money deposit refunded back at closing if all of your costs were covered. VA buyers are getting great deals right now. Um, All through October, November, December, I was shaking trees. Like, come on, VA buyers, if you're going to do it, now's the time. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, VA buyers. Because if you got that amazing loan and then you can come in and have concessions, then it really is a great opportunity for VA buyers. And that is, that's the market that we're still in right now. If you have a VA um, opportunity, now is a good time to use that because of seller concessions. How long will those last? I don't know, right? If we don't get a lot of stock, we're gonna go to supply and demand and it could change all over. Yeah, so yeah. whatever whatever the, whatever market we're in today could change tomorrow and all it takes is a little well, bit of demand. Changing. Or- <laughs> It's always changing. It's, it's always, always changing. changing. That's why it's so funny when you talk to like a FISBO or something and they're like, uh, or FISBO for sale by owner. Sorry. Sorry for the analogies here. <laughs> We're just going to do like a, a whole definition show and put it on the YouTube page and be like, this is what a FISBO is. And this is what a you know, rate cap means. And this is a... We should. So, well, yeah. No, we, we need to. So that way people who aren't in the business and stuff, we get carried away with our lingo. Yeah. They can reference it. Okay. Yeah, so but, anyway, uh, well, FISBOs. FISBO for sale by owner. Have you ever talked to one that's like, yeah, I sold my own house 10 years ago. And you're like... <laughs> The market 10 years ago versus the market last month is different than the market today. That doesn't mean you know what's going on in the market. Right. It changes so much. It changes often. And if you're not in it and you're only doing one transaction every five years, I would not say that you are a savvy uh, seller. Yes, absolutely. And there's a reason why we have to do, I don't know how many hours we're at right now, but so many freaking hours of mm. CE. I have, every I have <laughs> nine hours. Of, no, is that right? I have 18 hours of CE I'm doing this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been I've been cramming my classes, but at, between every renewal, what is it? 48, 46, 36. Something? No, they raised it. Yeah, it used to be 24. And then we, they added risk management. Okay. I thought it was like 48 now. You go ahead know. and do 48. You might be done with your CE, girl. Put your certificates together. <laughs> it just feels like a lot. I just feel like and we spend so much time in classes. It should be a lot but, because yeah. there's so many things that go into real estate for so many different deals. Again, going back to each one's different. You could be doing a 1031 exchange. We could have a foreclosure or a short sale or doing an assumable loan. Each deal is going to be different, and it's our job as the realtor to be um, on top of it right and servicing our clients to the best of their ability and the fact that they govern us and require us to do these continuing education classes hone our skills and learn new things I think is great make it 48 hours (laughs) no don't (laughs) don't (laughs) come on I love to learn let's do more let's do more 65 hours it is Jeez, no. Um, okay, learning's great, but still. Um, and you're like, I have a business to run. I can't be in class all the time. Yeah, so um, so in summary, 
Oh, are we summarizing? We're summarizing. We're done here. We have all these um, extra graphs. Yeah. Market trends. But we talked about all of them. I know. We, we, we talked about all of them. We did. I think the only number that we didn't talk about, you know, we always focus um, so much on single family. Right. Um, we don't, we didn't really talk about units sold, condos and townhouses. 398 units sold. Um, and 637 new listings. 1233 available um, at the closing of January. So the numbers are pretty consistent. Um, condos and townhouses, we, we I, I said it before, but we don't really get too much into that because it's so, it, it's it's kind of a different different animal. Regular condos, when we're talking regular condos and townhouses, like the ones that like traditional buyers will buy as first time home, home buyers and everything there, that's one thing. But that also includes high rises, which is a completely different type of market. Yeah. That's but a whole they, animal. they call that a condo as well. So it's, well, it's, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why is. they call it that. <laughs> it is. But still it's, it's very different. Right. It, very, very different. different. So different set of rules when playing that game. Yeah. And a different market really altogether. So so it's really good to, um, I, I feel like the biggest, um, the biggest pulse that we can get on it is just tracking single family inventory. Right. We're just trying to give our valley an overview of what our valley is doing in our housing market. And those are the big numbers. Those are the ones that really support everything else. So that's why we do it. Yep, absolutely. So um, in summary, uh, January was looking good. Things are improving. Spring's going to be great. So uh, keep yeah. on watching and yeah. tuning in. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. So that way you are always on top of what is happening in our valley with us. You don't want to be three, four weeks behind with the news. <laughs> yes. If you're looking to buy, sell, invest, do anything in real estate, you want to know what's happening in today's market. And we've seen sometimes if you're watching, go back in the show and you can see over just a couple weeks, things can change. But we do know what's going on in today's market. Both Tiana and I so are on top to of this. Trish, yes. how do they get a hold of you if you wanted to talk if they want to talk to you about what's going on in the market? 702-308-2878. Um, that's my cell phone. Best way to reach me. Call me or text me. That's the best way to get a hold of me, too, is my cell phone. 702-379-9948. You can reach out. Even if you just have a question and uh, want to start getting your toe wet in the real estate market in Las Vegas, we can definitely assist in that. Either one of us. So call us. And you know what? Fact check us. Look back at last year's episodes because we were talking about a lot of things that did happen the way that we said that we were thinking that they were going to happen. I well, feel like we are okay, really... Well, okay, don't jinx us. Let's <laughs> knock on some wood here. No, so, look far, back. so far, what was it? The baseball term, we're batting a thousand? Yeah. Yay. Well, Knock on wood? Yes, absolutely. But but still, it's the numbers. The numbers don't lie. We're yeah. reporting the numbers and we're telling you what, uh, what, what we see happening with the numbers. That can change. A curveball can always get thrown into things. However, we are um, we, we have been a very reliable source of information. And if Indeed. you go back and look at the last shows that we've had you over the last year. You are all about year, tooting our homes this yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> today, I'm, I'm all about us Pat today. Pat us on the back. Yeah, Yay, so, it's us. Um, so, so definitely, go back, check it out, um, tune in here because this is where you're going to get up-to-date news on what's happening in Vegas. Yeah, and we appreciate you guys. And when you guys send us listener questions or people just reach out, call, text those conversations, we really appreciate the support and the information and the way we are able to help you. So thanks, Vegas. Have a great week. Thank See you. See you next week. Have Bye. a good one.